guys. Welcome to Slash Report. This week we are Prueless, but I am joined by two of your favorite people in the world, the Hoyden. Hi guys. And 20-something. Good morning, everybody. And uh, mostly we're going to talk about gender AUs, but we're also going to talk about the Avengers and Teen Wolf because we can't help ourselves. We'll try to keep the Avengers spoilers, like no spoilers, just feels. So don't worry about that. You can still listen to this episode if you foolishly have not seen the movie yet. So foolishly. So foolishly. I spent half the... I was with my boss and her family, and I spent the entire time in the theater thinking up fan fiction ideas and wanting to, like, punch someone next to me to make them write it, except that I was sitting next to my boss. Yeah, that seems like a bad plan. Could have been awkward. I almost leaned over and was like, Professor AU! And then I was like, no, no, probably the wrong audience for that comment. Nope. Um, as a couple of people on my Twitter feed actually really know, I spent the entire movie pulling my hoodie halfway over my face, like Kristen Wiig in that SNL skit where the woman really like surprises. I was pretty much exactly like that the entire movie. And I had like this weird Tourette's whenever Steve was on screen and I would just keep muttering things to myself. And at one point my roommate actually turned to me and was like, did you just whisper Princess Delicious face at the screen? And I was like, yes, I did. I went to see I went to see the movie at midnight with a bunch of fangirls and the only saving grace well seeing midnight you know movies at midnight is can be a joyous incredible experience of you know everybody having an equal amount of feels so that your row of fangirls who are inevitably like <laughs> making complete like psychotic fools of themselves not that indistinguishable in fact from the rest of the insanity so that's good because let me tell you that other experiences like the eagle in an empty theater, that's, that's, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no one's in a vacuum of field. Fast five, a public embarrassment. But the um, so Midnight Avengers was good. And then I left, and it was the middle of a thunderstorm in Chicago. Like, the, the skies opened up, and there were great cracks of lightning everywhere. And some dude stops, like, in the middle of the street, raises his fist to, like, the sky, and shouts, Thor! So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, when I arrived at the theater, I saw it at the the Paramount downtown Toronto, which is a building with a giant Rubik's cube sticking out of the roof. <laughs> of I still don't. I still don't believe Toronto is a real city. It's beautiful. Um, but outside the theater was a lady dressed as Loki, like beautiful, super detailed cosplay. Lady oh, Nick Fury and Black Widow. Oh yeah, I want to go to there. Right, I was just like. You look amazing. We had I, one lady Loki, and she kept like coming into and out of the theater, and like all the dudes kept clapping for her every time. I was like, "Oh my god, we know, okay, we know." Stop. <laughs> I'd say my best lady Avenger was I actually um, I was headed into the bathroom for the pre-show pee, so you don't spend the later half of the movie going, "No, can't leave, wet seat," yeah. and I didn't actually pee in the theater. <laughs> So I go into the bathroom, and as I'm headed to the bathroom, like, you know, there's always that like, blind corner, and you nearly run into someone, and I nearly run into somebody, I'm like, oh, and then I had a moment of, did I just walk into the wrong bathroom, because this person has a goatee, and then I realized, no, it's just a lady, Tony Stark, and a really good one. Nice. Fast. I know, I was just like, yes, good. Just, I love cosplayers, I think they're amazing, they make me so happy. I just always like to see all, like, the nerd interpretation t-shirts, where it's like, this is my subtle version yes. of my, like, fandom. Were they, yeah. like, testing people? I think, I mean, obviously Avengers, but when I was watching it, all I could think about was 
your uh, girl Tony AU Kate. Uh, I basically was just like sitting there being like, oh, Steve, you're so good. (laughs) I'm like having so many Steve Rogers feelings that I literally went home and at like three to five in the bus this morning when I was headed to work the next day, I was like writing the sequel to Girl Tony. So if that is the thing that you like, that is coming down the pipes. You know it's something I like. I know it's something you like. Constantly poking you. (laughs) By the way, did you see, sorry, this is Teen Wolf, but I just thought of it. It's like completely unrelated. The picture on Tumblr of uh, Tyler Hoechlin standing in that bucket and a makeup lady like covering him in white makeup shirtless. Yes. Yes, I did. Wow. That's I was all. like, how do you get that job? And I was like, how How can I work there? I also thought it was really interesting that they only covered him in like powder up to like his eyes. Well, I think they were not done yet. I wouldn't be done yet if it involved more time. It would probably take me quite a while to finish. <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 I, I missed a spot. No, I know you can't see it. That's why I'm the makeup person and you're not. That's, yeah, I'm clearly a makeup expert. That's why I'm going to keep covering you in makeup. Just just hold still. Maybe yeah. Flex a little bit. I actually <laughs> do have a background in stage makeup. Huh. <laughs> so this is not an unfeasible fantasy. Ugh, it's unfeasible for me. I have zero skill with the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> How much skill do you think you need, though, to just, you know, powder every inch of him? I mean... Well, that I think I could do. But once it came to, like, you know, you would finish, unfortunately, eventually. They'd be like, we need him on set. And I'd be like, fine, you can have him. Uh, They would probably want me to, like, put eye makeup on someone or something. And I'd be like, I'm going to stab you in the face. Hold still. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also the best part, like, not the best part, but a good part of that picture for me is that he's standing, like, in a kiddie pool. Yeah. Right? Right? He's also got, like, I don't know what his face is, but, like, he's just such a goob yeah. that you're, like, it makes him way too approachable. I'm like, can you go back to being scowly and angry looking? I can't deal with this shit. I just, I just think that he's so happy in real life. Well, it's, it's like when I found out that Chris Evans was actually just, like, this chill, hilarious dude in real life, I was like, no, that's not fair. I can't know that he gets, like, the reporter sent to cover him drunk and they party. I can't, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Tyler Hoechlin is just, like, one of my favorite people right now. That's it's all. Like his face. It's just not fair. It's really not. I want him to be in so he's many so things. Crazy. I'm even probably going to see that weird new movie he's in where his, like, hand is bust. See, I don't even know why. I don't want to see it, but I want to, like, get footage of it so that I can make awkward vids that are, like, and, half uh, Teen Wolf, half that. I support those. 100%. <laughs> no, I'm still stuck on your excellent Iron Man bit from the other day. Thank you. It's, uh, I've been just, like, thinking constantly, like, how am I going to make a Captain America vid? And then I saw the Avengers, and I was like, well, first I'm going to need this DVD. <laughs> first, yeah. give me these things. Step one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, you know, listening to all my music and thinking really hard about it. Well, I should be working. Meh, working's overrated. Yeah. I want you to know, though, when I was, uh, we were talking about doing this, this episode, and when I say, like, I did research, I really mean it was last night, and I was talking to Kate, I was like, shit, I need to get Rex for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, first, uh, I had to, like, have a moment of cursing myself. I was like, why, why, why do I not have a gender fuck like, tag my pin board? What is like, actually wrong with me? And I was like, it's okay. <laughs> 
It's okay, I can fix this. I can fix this. I'm going to go to Anne's pin board, and I'm going to find what I need. You know? I was like, it'll be fine. And so I start going through, like, you have, like, three gender tags. So I, I you know. I have gender tags specifically. I know. You have, like, gender and gender fuck, and then something mm-hmm. else. Well, I, think. well, I like to be specific. No, and I, I agree with that up front. But I want you to know that I was going through, I was like, okay, I cannot wreck Kate. I can't. It's not fair. <laughs> I was like. So I was going through my like, Kate, 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 Kate. And I was like, oh, look, here's this, you know, Hawaii Five Oaks story. I was like, this summary looks really promising. Why have I never read this? This looks really good. There's no author listed. And I hover over, like, the link. I was like, still Kate. It's still Kate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I that think... was a little harder than I, I thought it was going to be in the end. My gender but tag I... is pretty much mostly Kate. <laughs> It's because, like, I write straight into the place where we both like Emily. It's just, like, it's designed for you, pretty much. It's pretty great. I was talking to Leanne the other day. Or rather, she was over here and we were working on things, and at the same time, I was chatting with you guys. And she's like, what are you doing in that window? And I was like, uh, I am prompting the Hoyden and 20-something, and they are writing things for me. And she was like, wait, what? No. How does that work? And I was like, uh, we're pack? Obviously. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly it. We're just like, I get so weirdly unhappy when neither of you are around. And I'm just like sitting around and I'm like looking at my computer. It's really sad like, to me that you can't be on so chat all day at work. The rest of us are like chatting. Hoyden and I have like a separate chat window to keep the Teen Wolf away from Prue. And you're not there. Yeah. It depresses me a lot too, guys. Don't worry. Tragedy. I like all like the sad tweets from Kate where she's like, why are none of you guys online? I'm so alone. And <laughs> I think you guys just have much better social lives than I do because, like, 90% of the time it's me sitting here going, like, looking at my Google chat list being like, come on. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. never happens. Yeah. When I'm so, online, yeah, you guys we'll are. That's all creepy. Or coping. <laughs> <laughs> I just wind up on Tumblr a lot being like, look at these things that they posted and we can't talk about them right now. I know, so you just need someone to tell your immediate feels to and I don't live with a fan, girl. I know. It's a very difficult life. This is why my commune plan is the best. I think you should explain your commune plan because... Yeah. Oh yeah. So for our loyal listeners, I think you're going to really like this idea, but it's invite only. Really sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> one day, I'm going to be a millionaire. And there is a particular house that I would like to buy that already exists and was recently renovated and is split into, I believe, six or seven apartments. It's like a mansion in Toronto, basically. And it's fucking beautiful. And I am going to pay for my friends to live there with me and, like, cook my food. Because they're all good at cooking and I'm not. And then we'll, like, watch Teen Wolf and share a Roomba. It'll be awesome. And your dreams are so amazing. Oh my god. Basically, you just want us to move in and be like your Snape wives on the astral plane. Yes. <laughs> you say that like it's a strange thing. For the astral plane equals Toronto? <laughs> Toronto basically is the astral plane. Let's be serious. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> oh, yeah. For anyone who's in Toronto, this oh, weekend God. is the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. It's at the reference library. You should be there. I'm going there after this. Okay, Tom- I'm going to drunk brunch after this. You should also try that. I don't drink. You don't have to drink to be drunk at Drunk Brunch. I don't think... That seems to defeat the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Drunk I'm going to Avengers again after this because drunk. somebody didn't stay for the special ending. Not because I didn't want to, but because I knew I was going to see it again today. And I know, I know, lots of feels. So I'm going to rectify that by seeing Avengers again. And actually hopefully hearing more of the dialogue this time because I didn't hear some of it on Thursday night. Yeah, that's valid. Just too much freaking out. Yeah. Okay, so I was a DC girl growing up. Mm-hmm, ditto. Which means that when I got to that, like, bonus scene, I was like, is that Galactus? And the ten-year-old sitting behind me leaned forward and was like, uh, no. It's <laughs> I was like, hello, past self. Thank you for correcting me. I actually, like, that was some really useful information for me to receive at that moment. <laughs> I do enjoy it. You just got told by a 10 year old. That's figuring. Just totally nerd school. Yeah. <laughs> he just he knew what I needed to know, and he was like, incorrect. Here's the correct information. Do it right this time. I do think that's interesting, though, that like a lot of us grew up in DC and then have changed religions to Marvel. Whoa, whoa. I have not changed religions. <laughs> Batman. All the way, Batman. I just. I... <sighs> I am on a break with DC right now. When well, they, like, killed Superboy, my entire heart destroyed itself. Why would you care And I was like, Superboy? that's cool. I'll see you again never. Because Tim and Khan forever, baby. In my heart. In my soul. Lots of feels. Alright. I'll just, I'll let you have that. You just keep going on with your Dick Grayson Batman shenanigans. I will. Um, they're great. <laughs> In fact, when I was, like, looking for, like, Rex, I was like, wait, where's the one where Dick gets turned into a girl? And I read that. Is it it's good? short. All right. Short but good? Okay. So I'm curious, did you both, when you were younger, like, read DC comics? Or are you, like, interacting with DC, like, through other mediums? I had comic books. I had the cartoon, the animated series, which is the best Batman. The best. 1960s TV show and the 1990s movies. Okay. I was just, I was thinking about this as I was looking at my, you know, Batman animated series, like, box collection on my... <laughs> jealous. Soup's jelly. Well, because I had, I had sort of watched it, you know, when it was on air when I was a kid, and then a couple years ago, I was like, you know what, I really want to go back and watch that, like, straight through. And I was surprised that it was even... I mean, you know how it is, like, you go back to things you watched when you were a kid, and you're like, oh, 10-year-old self, I have so many feelings that we're here with you, oh, this is terrible. The animated series mm-hmm. is still one of the best cartoons ever made. So good. Oh, my God, it's yeah. so good. Like, in comparison to uh, the X-Men, uh, like, mm, <laughs> uh, no, Batman, no quality. I'm, I'm down with it. Fair enough. Uh, I also watched a lot of 1960s series because it was like in reruns all the time. And well, some yeah. days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Can I say? Okay, you know when people are like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Batman. No, Batgirl, specifically from 1960s TV Batman. Because awesome. this okay. is a superb choice. She had red hair, which I always wanted. Like, I always just wanted to have red hair, because I thought, if you have freckles, you're supposed to have red hair, so why don't I have it? <laughs> it's she, A, then B. She had an amazing motorcycle, like, the coolest motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Her costume was badass. Secret compartment, like, changing room thing in her room where, like, the wall turned around. Yep. And mm-hmm. 
Alfred was her secret side butler, like, without telling Batman and Robin that he knew who Batgirl was and was helping her with her shit. He was just like, yeah, I'll just butthole for you part-time. I think I just want to be Alfred when I grow up. He has a full-time job and a part-time job. He works hard for the money, okay? He does. (laughs) It's hard out there for a butler. No, in my my head, I just, like, totally mashed up that scene where Hank Azaria is dancing to that song in the birdcage. With Alfred, and it was, like, awesome and yet really scary, because Alfred in a wig <laughs> frightens oh, me. Oh, did you guys oh, uh the trailer for Batman as well? Yeah, I'm interested. Yes. Um, our problem was, though, <laughs> the audio in our theater and the video in our theater were not matching up. Oh, at no, that time. So we have a bunch of nerds screaming because they're like, I just really want to watch this Batman trailer. I had a terrible moment the other day. I was lined up at the Carlton Cinema uh, to get Guy Delisle to sign his new book for me. He's a French-Canadian graphic novelist who is astounding. You should read him. Just He writes in English. It's okay. <laughs> um, but at the Carlton Cinema, it's like midnight and we're all in line, right? And... Uh, the people who work there are changing the movie posters, and someone was putting up a new poster in the case. And I was like, man, the back of that dude looks like Tom Hardy. And then he stepped away, and it was the Batman poster, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm not one of those people who recognizes the back of Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I recognized his shoulder blades. Worrisome. Oh, that's I'm unusual gonna, for you. I'm going to blame that's Cherry cool. Bina. Okay. I think that is a super solid decision. <laughs> yeah. She's not listening to this, but... I blame her, and you guys can let her know. Feel free. Good time. I also just realized this is a gender issue, and we just started off on, like, 80,000 tangents. Uh, um, that's because Prue isn't here to keep us on the straight and narrow. Uh, like, no, yeah. Or if we're out there, Prue, that are more lovely and temperate than a box full of rabid, angry cats. <laughs> She's gonna love this episode, and by love I mean hate. Hate it so, hate it. (laughs) But no, hold on. We were talking about Batgirl for a second, and um, I was pondering this as I was going through, you know, lists of gender, like fuck, whatever. Yeah, Uh, is that like a good umbrella term? I looked at this on fan lore, and I was like, okay, I think we're mostly in agreement that gender fuck sort of covers everything from always a girl to turns into a girl to to whatever right mm, yeah yeah okay. who knows i um, but, I'll just say for the purposes of this conversation that that's what we mean because yeah okay. i will have conversations with people and they're like oh i love gender fuck and i'm like oh well i'm writing x and x and they're like oh that's not what i meant i was gonna say because like some people only like turns into a girl some people or it turns into a dude or and some people only like born from and blah 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 blah, blah. I just always, in my tagging system, gender means that someone has always been the other gender, and gender fuck means, oh shit, now you're the other gender. Surprise parts. Yeah. Surprise, vagina. I was, like, thinking about this, too, and I realized the first time I read gender fuck anything was probably, again, when I was a kid, reading some Star Trek pro novels, (laughs) thanks Star Trek, and there was a collection of fan fiction that was published as a pro novel. It's called like the new voyages or something. I forget. Um, but the point is that Kirk gets turned into a lady again and you can just tell that Spock really wants to hit that. And I was like, this is amazing. Kirk is a girl. He has some problems, but also might get together with Spock. And for a long time I was like, yeah, it's kind of like a proto slash moment. And I was also like, 
But no, it was also great because Kirk was kind of a girl for a minute there. And I don't know. I, it's really good for me. Yeah, it was really good for me. Mm-hmm. But also because I was kind of like, I want to be Kirk. Like, it would be great if Kirk were a lady and I could totally be Kirk. Like, you know, like that much closer to yeah. uh, being the captain of the starship. Yeah. The first time that I read genderfuck was hilariously in the Sailor Moon manga. Officially. Okay, like now go take Yuchi yep. with this. Yep. Where Usagi has to, like, break into something, and so she turns into a man with her disguise stick. Mm-hmm. And she does this for, like, 40 seconds, just so that she can, like, be a hot dude in a tux, turn a monster down for a date, and then turn back into Sailor Moon. And I was yeah. like, I don't know why you did that, but I like it a lot. <laughs> I was gonna say, my first kind of, like, thoughts on changing gender probably came from Roma one half so Ooh, yeah we are yeah. all the same yeah boat there i did love the idea that you can do that like, like, it's like Ranma, splash of a bucket into a lady yeah it was like Ranma, i don't think that's that big a deal i would love that i'd be like that's now i'm a awesome. dude now i'm a girl now i'm a dude it's time for my period now i'm a dude i'm gonna be a dude until this shit happens so cold water on- or like hot water only until exactly you know, seven days from now. God, that was the best. There's, like, between, like, Rana and Sailor Moon, and I think there's plenty of anime and manga stars that's being engaged with that had a great deal of gender fuckery going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in Sailor Moon alone, like, you mentioned, like, that one part, but there's, like... The, the starlight stars? The starlights, <laughs> who are men and women. So for anyone who hasn't seen And also this, dicks, which is the greatest part about them. Let's, like, not yeah, kid. Those guys are assholes. They're total assholes. So for anyone who hasn't seen this part of Sailor Moon, uh, in the last season, there are these three new sailor soldiers who are women in, like, leather bikinis. Except that when they, like, de-transform, they're male pop stars. Yeah. Thanks, Sailor Moon. Thanks, Thanks a lot for that. So much confusion. <laughs> it's like if the Jonas Brothers could transform into Sailor Senshi. Yeah, but like BDSM. Oh my god! Why has nobody ever written that? (laughs) I feel certain somebody has. Internet, internet, make it so. (laughs) Poor Captain Picard. He didn't know that his catchphrase would be the future of like. You know what I really want? Dragon Ball Z rabbit porn. Do it. No, don't do it. Don't make it so, internet. Don't make it so. And also, please don't link it to us. No, please don't. Yeah, don't do that. that I... Speaking of linking it to us, no one has sent me any nodding fic, which I can't be upset about, but, like, I'm a little disappointed, Internet. Maybe they're waiting for the right nodding. I want you to know, Kate, I thought so hard about putting nodding. I know, nodding. you did. I know, I really thought about it uh, into this team wolf fic I just finished. Um, oh God, I ultimately so didn't. You know uh, what? I think that you should write, like, a like a sextra of just nodding. Maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I will. Watch uh, I'll read it. I'll read it. Let's not, let's not kid. Let's not lie. Baby for you, Hoyden. I would do it. I would read it. It's my dream for you. But not really because <laughs> dedicated to other things. I was going to say, you have so many great and terrible dreams for me, Emily. They're like Voldemort. Oh. Yes. Yes. Your point? <laughs> oh, fair okay, so what would... I mean, okay, for me, when I'm, I don't know what it is about gender AUs, but there are certain people that I'm like, yes, that person should be a girl for a while and it will be great. And there are other people where I'm like, don't want to see it, don't want to hear it, don't want to know anything about it. Wait, um, you mean like, like, are we talking here about always a girl or? Um, always a girl. Okay. So for instance. Because like, 
Kate and I were talking about this when I was look, looking for Sherlock Rex, and I was saying, look, you know, I I have some feelings about gender AUs and, and Sherlock. Me too. And mm-hmm. Basically, I think it comes down to, I really want to see John Watson as a girl, which makes me really hope that this upcoming uh, Sherlock series will be awesome, because finally we're really going to get that. But yes. more importantly, I'm just like, Hmm. I guess what I'm really interested in is more more than like Sherlock and and John as a lady getting it on. I I want to read about like John's problems, like navigating the world as a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like because when John is a woman, you can really identify with him. Like, I mean, you already kind of identify with him, but as a lady, you're like she knows all the shit. Like she's seen literally everything. Whereas if Sherlock were a woman, I feel like nothing changes. Oh, that's interesting. I would actually disagree really Tell yeah us more. I, I don't know because i mean like i feel like nothing would change for sherlock but i feel like how people view sherlock would be very different and like kind of i think it'd be interesting to see the kind of like shit girl sherlock would get because i think it would be very much different like instead of being a psychopath people would just call her a bitch so i think it'd be interesting that way hmm. Hmm. No, no no i was like i just i also like one of the things i like best about girl john is that an ex- the experience of being a soldier as a woman is so fundamentally different Yes. Right. Yes. So that color okay. so much. And like the ones that have been really, really good that I've read all kind of like have that element to it. Right. But sorry, you were saying, Horton. Oh, I was just saying that, um, well, I, I was thinking that in some ways it seems to me that Sherlock is already so much of, so much of an alien to other in, in mm-hmm. the series that um, I'm kind of happy with M that it seems to me like making Sherlock a woman sort of, I mean, obviously there are going to be other things that are going to happen, but he's already so apart from everything that I'm not totally sure how much it would change. Also, I don't feel like Sherlock's concerns would change as a woman. Like, True. No, I don't think Sherlock would change. I mean, like that. people responding to him, yes, but I don't think Sherlock fundamentally would, would change how. Yeah, no, not- that I absolutely agree with, that like, Nothing about Sherlock would be different because this transport, I think, is the term yeah. for it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I always, like, it's interesting to see also, too, whether the person chooses to do, like, just John or just Sherlock or both of them women. And that's always, I think, an interesting decision that mm-hmm. also really yeah. kind of, like, changes the fic. Also, Lestrade, totally into it as a woman. Um, yes, because Prue isn't here. I can just lay here and have so many feelings about girl Lestrade and about how she does these things specifically to hurt me. Like, you might think that this is a narrative arc. No. It's because she knows I can't stop. We, like, (laughs) for for our gentle readers, Pru and I literally have conversations where, like, if I draw her ire for some reason, usually Teen Wolf related, um, she's like, I'm really going to write that Steel Magnolia's AU. Where I, (laughs) like, and I don't think you understand, like, she's just waiting for a couple that I have enough feelings about that, like, writing a Steel Magnolia's AU of them would literally kill me. Yeah, it's, I've been there for that conversation multiple times, and it's both hilarious and terrifying because she could turn on any of us at any moment. She's got that Steel Magnolia's plotline in her back pocket, and I don't want anybody to die from diabetes. (laughs) It's just so depressing. I'll be so sad. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, okay, no. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I... Happier things, like yes. So, so we obviously we have a lot of like always a girl. I feel like 
I was going to say, I feel like lately we've had a lot of Always a Girl, but then I realized it's because um, a lot of the fandoms that we've been into lately don't have magical ancient technology to really like, <laughs> turn somebody into a girl. Oh, Stargate Atlantis and the magic of suddenly a girl. Um, and, there's a lot of, of suddenly a girl in SGA, right? Yeah. yeah. Just go through your tags alone. I was like, wow, Reddit, Reddit, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, actually, like, for me, I think the reason I probably read more always a girl than turned into a girl or turned into whichever gender. Because I also really do enjoy watching girls get turned into dudes because yeah, comedy goldmine. But my problem is, is like if it's not a series where like that shit can just happen, like if there's not magic or technology or it's not Star Trek where things like, are kind of the same yeah. and nothing makes sense and you can do anything <laughs> you want, it really kind of, like, takes me out of the story in, like, a weird way. Like, I cannot suspend my disbelief about that. Because if you're, like, SGA, someone has suddenly turned into a woman, I'm like, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but if you're, like, Harry Potter, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But if it's, like, fandom, I'm like, I don't, I I don't think you'd be this cool I thought fandom was supposed to be, like, this. secret magic and sparkles. I mean, there are, like, things where it's, like, secretly so-and-so is a wizard. But then I'm like, okay, I guess somebody could turn into a girl in that fic. But otherwise, I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd be going to the doctor because you would be a freak of ma- modern medicine. <laughs> no, you just, it okay. shouldn't happen in your lexicon. Do you remember the last time I was in New York and I was staying with Marilyn and we were all hanging out? Mm-hmm. The first night when I got there, I was like exhausted and I had been on like a plane and then a bus and like another bus. And so oh. Mare and I were just on the couch with our laptops, like catching up on the internet. As we do. Like, despite sitting next to each other, we're like, well, we could socialize or we could check our email and stuff for a bit. Right. And she got suddenly really engrossed in her laptop. I'm like, what are you reading? And she's like, it is the best fandom story ever where this one guy time travels back so that he can be, so he can have his first time with future his boyfriend. That story is amazing. Right. And I was like... You don't even need to describe more because I know exactly which one you're talking about. It is the best. I was like, I thought this was about like banned RPS and she's like yeah and I was like time travel and she's like uh yeah <laughs> but it's not like magical time travel there's like a throwaway line in it that totally makes it make sense that you're like okay if somebody did invent a time machine this is totally what those guys would use it for I'm just gonna okay. yeah okay but my impression but that's like a time machine that's not like a time turner or like a time spell a time turner that's is why just was a portable okay. time machine Kate well but you know what I mean like it's not yeah. like But I'm just going to say, because of that moment, that moment encompasses my entire impression of bandom. Like, for all bands. (laughs) That seems fair, right? Um, (laughs) It's a little different. A little bit different? not too far off the mark. Oh. That general dedication to filth above all things is pretty accurate. Okay, there's one thing that I don't like. People are going to hate me for this, but in gender AUs. Mm -hmm. So you write the gender AU. So, like, you have someone has always been a girl. Mm -hmm. Which gives you the, like, now they can get pregnant. Which frequently, but not always, is one of the Mm -hmm. reasons to have a gender AU. So let's say that you have this whole setup, and then you have MPreg. And I'm like, listen, I love MPreg, and I love gender AUs. But you know what shouldn't be together? Mpreg gender AUs where you turn into a girl because you just turned into a girl. <laughs> you you have a I, uterus. I, I still don't think I understand. Yeah, okay. I, so let's say that you're reading a story where John has always been a girl mm-hmm. and he and Sherlock are together and then Sherlock gets pregnant. I literally don't understand how that happens. Exactly. 
And I see it all the time. And I'm like, why? No. Where where are you on the internet? Because I've never once seen that. I am everywhere on the internet. I am omnipresent. Clearly. But I mean, like, in general, if I see the words impreg, I kind of, like, turn back. Because usually I'm just like, I don't know how you're going to deliver this ass baby. And I am uncomfortable already. I really liked in SK where they had, like, impreg, but it was, like, in a jar. Yes, impreg in a jar I was always super great with. <laughs> they were like, just grow this baby in a jar. But it's kind of impreg because it's Rodney's man eggs. <laughs> I don't know how to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one needs to go on a tote bag. <laughs> one day. <laughs> um, oh my god. I'd like to follow it up with a Naruto fic where um, Utica is like, I don't know, secret part water dragon. Let's oh not talk about it, but she like it's fucked up. It's great. I love um, that story. It's so great. Uh, is that the same one as the one where he has to go undercover as a spy as a woman in a different country and Kakashi has to play his husband, but then Erika gets pregnant and has to like keep the jujitsu up to stay a woman and keep the baby alive until it comes to term? No, but that is also great. I really love that one too, even though it's unfinished. So good. Okay, like... maybe I should have wrecked one of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like Rodney's man eggs or whatever, but it is like secret water dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I think man eggs might have been the worst phrase that's come out of my mouth this week. I wouldn't disagree with that. <laughs> well, the, the day is young, and, like, let's not, let's not jump to bed, you know. That's true. I'm going to a convention later, so. <laughs> Shit could get all kinds of real. Yes. <laughs> now I want to, like. say, sometimes I think it's interesting because I think, sometimes I think, like, the gender of a character is, like, really important to the way that character is viewed, which I feel like a lot of the times it's really not. But, like, sometimes, like, I was on Tumblr, like I do. And somebody made a post, and they're like, I'm not even in Legend of Korra, like, fandom or show even. They're like, but I don't get the point of having a use where Korra is a dude, because isn't the point, kind of, that Korra is, like, this badass chick who's, like, fuck the police and, like, super amazing? And I was like, I agree. That's, like, something, yeah, where I'm like, I don't know if I would ever want to read an AU where Korra is a dude. Yeah, I just, I want her to always be a badass lady. Right? I'd be okay with Bolin being a girl. I'd be okay with both of the fire ferrets being a lady. Well, I feel like I almost called him Derek. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a Freudian insight into M's interpretation of Legend of Korra. Listen, the reason I watched Legend of Korra was because of Teen Wolf, and now I love both of them so much. <laughs> Wait, how did that happen? Okay, so I watched a bunch of Teen Wolf, right? I got suckered into that. And then, okay, so Swings had posted one part of a Legend of Korra AU based only on the first episode, where Styles is the new avatar. <laughs> so, Hoiden, to give you the rundown here, uh, the avatar is someone who can, like, control and manipulate all the elements, and most people can only manipulate one or two. Yeah, I know that part. Right. So, uh, the old avatar dies and is reborn as a new person, and it could be, like, like, a completely different kind of person. So, obviously, in Legend of Korra, it's a girl. In this one, Styles is the avatar from, like, a young age. And, obviously, he's like, fuck the police. I'm the best at everything. This is amazing. Also, I'm crazy smart because I'm Styles. Right. And he needs training in the last element. But the person who can train him 
lives in like a different part of the country and is dealing with politics and shit. So he just like busts out of town, sneaks his way onto a ship, gets there, like doesn't have money, has never used money before because people just feed him because he's the Avatar. (laughs) Uh, And basically meets Derek Hale, professional. It's like using the elements for sports. Mm -hmm. They have like competitions. Essentially like, yeah, like if you imagine like ultimate fighting, except with your element skill. And so a little like, bit of frisbee. Have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so imagine, okay. like, NHL slash built into a fantasy AU. You're going to get me right where it hurts, aren't you, Emily? Yes, like, I am. You, know how to, you know how to get me. <laughs> so it's like that. Anyway, so imagine Derek Hale is, like, a professional bender in, a, like, in the championship tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, Styles winds up joining the team because he's so badass. And they fall in love. Oh, oh god so i read this like one part fic and i was like oh this is really good but i don't think i'm understanding it properly and even though i did not like avatar the last airbender and i know everyone's gonna hate me for that but i didn't like it okay i was like i'm just gonna you know they have the first episode up it's like a two-part or whatever i'll watch it and i watched it and literally three minutes into this show baby cora comes out of a room she's like five years old and is like i'm the avatar bitch fuck the police and starts like shooting fire water and earth at people and i was just like i love you <laughs> let's be basically friends. i don't think you understand like so um i saw like enough of this stuff on my dash and i was like i could be interested in this and i like was like all right lay it on me em where's my download link because i trusted her now and so I watch this, and, like, literally in about two seconds, it devolves into, oh, my God, Emily. Oh, my God, I'm in love with her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As soon as you see her as a grown-up, I was like, I want to date her. I want to date her, yep. like, forever, for good. We should get yep. married. Yep. I mean, don't you think that part of, like, you don't want Cora to turn into a dude is because she's badass and awesome, and you want more women characters who are badass and awesome that you can identify with? Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about all of the, the gender fuck things that I read, and I was like, yeah, no, awesome. Like, awesome character to start with, and then as a lady, more awesome. You know what this is like? What? Salt. Yeah, mm-hmm. fact. Yeah. So, again, for people who don't know, Salt, they wrote the movie script, and it was written for a man. And they were casting oh, and casting, and they could not find anyone. And Angelina Jolie was like, listen, that role sounds really awesome. Can I just audition for kicks? And they were Can like, I have it? Yeah. And they were like, all right, Angelina, show us what you've got. And then they were like, holy shit, changed two things in the script, basically turned the wife into a husband and like one other fact. And Angelina played the entire role as a woman, was amazing. And you were like, that's how you write a female character. Whatever you're doing for men right now, just write a man and then make it a woman. You don't have to be like, what do women care about? We're all just people. Yeah. I mean, I just actually read, uh, you know, one other, like, Avengers interview, and it's all about Scarlett Johansson talking about how, well, with Joss Whedon and the rest of the Avengers cast, about how a lot of uh, movies that have superheroines just, like, are concerned with things that that guy superheroes are, are not concerned with. And so it ends up being them, like, fighting in foreign shields and no clothing and right. and ultimately not being as, as cool as it could have been because it's not focusing on character development so much as it is um, people not having clothes on. And right, and like, this is not a spoiler for the Avengers because everybody should have known this, but Natasha is literally one of the best female characters I've seen. Oh, uh, she's so totally. And I super, I like, I was kind of whatever about her in Iron Man 2, but this was like a completely different experience. Oh, yeah. so many feels. So many of my Tumblr was like, 
I will finance like the standalone Black Widow movie myself if I have mm-hmm. to. It was, yes. Mm-hmm. What I really so want great. is like but, a movie that is just Black Widow and Hawkeye, like in mm-hmm. Budapest, mm-hmm. <laughs> killing all the people essentially. I would like to remember. I would like to know how they both remember that event. Yes. Me yeah, too. she's the best. Oh, I have so many feelings. They're just such good bros. I know. Lepicus and I were talking about this last night, and we're like, basically, she was like, am I the only one who came out of that film with, like, like strong-ass Natasha Bruce feels? And I was like, no, bro, I feel you on that. And she's like, because basically, I feel like her and Hawkeye are just, like, bestest, frattiest bros forever. Like, going around, like, pulling bullets out of each other's bodies and being yeah. like, she's a little bitch. Come on. It's yeah. barely a a mortal injury. I feel like that's the first time that the Spa Avengers experienced the spa. Oh my god, Spa Avengers. Oh my god. <laughs> you have to explain it now, Em. I want Spa Avengers so bad. I convinced them last night, guys, to write a story in which four odd floors of Stark Tower are a spa that Tony Stark uses obsessively that, in theory, he built for Pepper. Pepper used it once and was like, yeah, I'm good. And uh, the Avengers just hang out a lot and do, like, the hot pool, the cold pool, you know, the sauna, the massage tables, the wave pool, pedicure. Yeah. Thor Fousey, I think, was something that was said last night. yeah. Uh, I feel like Thor would just be, like, king of the jacuzzi. I feel so strongly about this. He's just in the jacuzzi that, um, forever, and he doesn't turn pruny because he's a god. No, that would be ridiculous. But actually, like, this Spot Avengers line let a uh, line of thinking led us to thinking like oh you know what i bet because this is how like rich people do they just keep buying properties that they don't need and are really expensive and really nice and then you can go look at real estate listings that are really expensive and really nice mm-hmm. so i spent like a good half an hour or more looking at houses in the hamptons for tony to have because i'm never gonna have a house in the hamptons so i thought somebody might as well have a house in the hamptons um Valid. and i actually i actually i found one that i really liked and i sent it to the hoyden and i was like look 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 <laughs> she just wants an adventurous beach house au wherein like steve like okay so first of all this is like not an optional like adventurous vacation everybody no. has to go and mm-hmm. steve makes everyone take like a turn cooking dinner every night so this obviously like you know did well, they do trust a lot of her interests which include real estate and food so <laughs> and super domesticity like yeah steve says i don't care if you're a god everyone's putting on sunscreen i have done a lot of reading about melanoma we have enough dangers in our lives that we should avoid the ones we can i just right. i want it to be like a team building thing so they have to do all the shit that you do on like company retreats but obviously tony is like i volunteered to do trust falls with bruce and then just doesn't catch him <laughs> Just to see what happens. Such a dick. Oh my god. But you know, they're science bros, so Bruce forgives him. Bruce probably is expecting it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Already has his hands out to catch himself. Mm -hmm. I have to say, like, uh, on a non, this is not spoiler, right? If I say that before this movie, I didn't give a damn about Bruce Banner, but after this movie, I'm like, so many feels. Yes. No, that's legit. Here's my one problem with this. Okay, so this is the only time that I've liked the Hulk ever, right? Like, mm-hmm. he was actually really good in the movie. But, apparently, the rumor is that they are in talks now to do a new Hulk movie because of this. And I'm like, no! no don't can't be make allowed. a this... Hulk movie. 
the only reason that people like the Hulk in this is because he does something that's like the equivalent of a child, and everyone else makes witty banter around him. Yeah. In a Hulk movie, you don't have the witty banter around him, so you're just basically watching a toddler be angry. Yeah, we don't need a Hulk movie. We need a Black Widow movie. Yeah. I was going to say, we've had about eight Hulk movies in the last two years, is what it seems like. like. And they're all filmed Um, downtown Toronto, and I've seen enough of Zanzibar on the big screen. I'm good. Okay, let's fo- yes, let Marvel. Can we please focus? Yeah, focus. Focus on Black the important Widow. things. Black Widow, Hawkeye. I need Jeremy <laughs> Renner and Scarlett Johansson to be like sleeveless and kicking ass and just being really sexy bros. Yes, I know. I do, you know what I have to say. I like best about um, her costume choices is that Jeremy Renner was showing more skin than Scarlett Johansson. Yes, and I was like, that's what Mom was talking about. <laughs> yeah, there were a bunch of times when I was just like. Psst, Everyone in this movie is so hot. <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. I want to make a bookmark that just says feels. So you can like mark. Placeholder for feels. Like mark all the places where there are feels. And you could just mark a book like six times and then turn immediately to the feels. Oof. Cheap. Uh, That's cheap. I was like. like that. Like little white slips of paper. I would like. I marked all the places in my Star Trek and Sherlock Holmes books where there were extra feels. So I could go like. <laughs> Uh, see, what I did, which is extra creepy, is I marked them with blood. <laughs> I was always bleeding anyway. And I was like, well, I've got this blood here. And I would just, like, mark the corner. Oh, am I crossing so hard into the past? <laughs> <laughs> I know, my craft. Just constantly bleeding. Constantly worrying. If you ever go to my cottage, like, half the books are just covered in blood. You're like, oh, Emily must really like this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. This is, a, this is such a confused relationship because Emily is clearly our alpha, but we worry about her constantly. <laughs> Most we're just like, yeah, we, oh, I guess she is our alpha. Care. Most fail of alphas. <laughs> Failing upwards. Need a really good support network. <laughs> clearly. That's what a pack is for, right? To like prevent totally. you from dying in so stupid ways. You, goes, you are bleeding. Stop touching that book with your bleeding hand. <laughs> But I like this part. Get you a band-aid. I need to mark it. I will get you some post-its. <laughs> post-its fall out. Blood is forever. Oh. <laughs> we should well, move this on. this conversation just happened. I don't know, but I just had this... I don't know, I just imagined somehow, like, Derek covering styles with post-its now. <laughs> this part gives me feels. Also, Ooh. this part. And this one. And Styles is like, I really don't know any, like, cover styles with mouth of the post-it. Oh. <laughs> That's cute. That should be cute. Mm. That should be super cute. I want fan art of that. Yeah, why can't I even Make draw? It so, Make it so. But yeah, I always get really, really sad that there aren't more gender figures out there. Yeah. Because I want to read them. I want them. I want Give more girl styles. I do dig on that. I also... They want more girl Derek. I read a little so girl Derek, Derek the other night. It was not bad. I feel like my problem with the girl Derek I've read before is that I don't really think people have a handle on that. No, they make her too cool. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, mm-hmm. Derek himself is not actually cool. No. He's like that angry kid who doesn't talk very much. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like feels. girl Derek should be a little bit fucked up. And instead people are like, look how hot and serious she is. And I'm like... 
yeah, but she's also kind of fail. Where's my fail? She's, she's supposed, supposed to be, like, also, like, damaged and a little cray-cray. And, like, yeah. that's what I look for. Yeah. And people yeah, are like, yeah. having her have all of her shit together. And I'm like, this is fun to say a person who has none of their shit together. Saturdays is for cartoons. Which means I have to stay with my Cora tag on Tumblr until I watch it. Yeah, ditto. That's important. Although, that is, that is a fandom rife with spoilers. Oh, my They're God. Like, already having feelings about characters who haven't even showed up yet i'm like how do you know this shit yeah God. literally i like watched the new episode of cora last week went on tumblr and they were like look at all this shit from next week and i was like there was hey, no y'all. preview how do you know about this why do you have screen caps who is this lady and she needs to step off my man <laughs> life true life feelings forever about that yeah which i feel like we made it probably like if I didn't so firmly believe they were Endgame, we probably aired in, like, making an OTP of all OTPs feeling in, like, two episodes. Yeah. Um, but I do love, like, how crazy everyone is. They're like, Makora, or, like, Bora, or, like, Masami, and like, all, like, ape shit, like, name-smashy, like, ships already. And I'm like, realistically, we've had exactly three episodes of canon. <laughs> You guys need to chill the fuck out. Okay, but here's the thing. I think we might be the oldest people in the fandom, and we're both in our 20s. Accurate. Mm. Hoyden, you need to watch this show. You need to watch it so badly. You know you just got... You know... No, like, um, you know you got me when you were like, Hoyden, it's like hockey plus Team Wolf equals something. And I was like, yep, yep. Because, like, like no. basically, you don't understand that right now, my, my dash, my Tumblr dash, is, like, all hockey feels, all Team Wolf feels, and and some other stuff. And, and like, Michael Fassbender being an android. But that's basically... That's oh, my God. My theater went apeshit when the Prometheus trailer came on. Oh, I was not into it. I didn't feel it myself, because I just don't want anything bad to happen to no me repays. I don't know who that is, but I just am uninterested in that kind of movie, where it's like, you know, pseudo-horror, especially pseudo-horror with aliens. Mm-hmm. I'm just not into it. Everyone's gonna die. Like, everyone in that movie is gonna die. True life. Yeah. Probably except Michael Fassbender, who I don't actually like, so, you know. So that movie has no appeal to you. Basically. It's relevant to your interests. It's was, okay, then. I was it's like, fun. can't they just show the Batman trailer again? That has a lot of people I like. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh, look, it's Tom Hardy with his face covered with a thing. Why did that happen? I would be interested in a community gender AU where Abed was a girl. Megusha. Uh, what? <laughs> I said Megusha. <laughs> <laughs> just, I think he would be a really cool lady. I would dig it. Yeah. Make yeah, it so I So I can have feelings about this, but I'm, I'm sure I would agree with you if I knew what you're talking about. You don't watch Community? You would really like it. It's a comedy I know, that you I, don't. I like. I know the tone one of us uses it, but the other one's like, this thing, you'd really like it. We're like, I know, I know what it is. I know I will. I just, I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. Which, not there yet. I also have some, like, embarrassment quick issues, so... No, so do I. There's not that much embarrassment in it. Okay. I know it seems like there will be, but there isn't, because I have, like... That's one of the reasons that I hate most comedy. Mm-hmm. But I really like this show. And Abed is like me times ten. Like, yep. His Asperger's <laughs> is more intense. Um, in a recent episode of Community, like, Abed's trying to read the clock, and Troy does it like, really fast. He's like, I'm gifted in other ways. <laughs> it's not even trying to read the clock. He's like, he's looking at it, and he's like, eight times eight. two plus five? And Troy is like, it's 15 eight. past eight. Yeah. I'm gifted in other ways. 
Um, no, I would love a gender like swap of like that trio in that apartment of Annie, Troy, and Abed. Oh my god! Like, if Annie, Annie were a man, is, like the super neurotic dude and like really goody two shoes wearing like J Crew and like Brooks Brothers and like Cray, and then Troy and Abed are like two ladies building pillow forts. I would lose my shit over that. Yeah, I would also lose my shit over that. I also love the idea of Dude Annie living above Dildopolis in the worst part of town. (laughs) Point in, she has this beautiful apartment, like, beautiful, except that it is in, like, the ghettoest of the ghetto, and it's on top of a store called Dildopolis, which only sells dildos. Like, 24-7, like, they're open 24 hours a day for your dildo needs. And then, you know, eventually she has to move out. It, it was good times for all of us. It really was. All right, maybe at some point I'll give it a chance. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's nowhere near, like, it's, because, like, they kind of, like, own their weirdness. Like, it's nowhere near as embarrassing to watch as New Girl, which, for me, watching people be embarrassed like that is, like, mother's milk to me, because I went to a really awkward university. Um, and so, like, literally, it's like walking into the bar from Cheers. It's like, where everybody knows your name. And I'm like, oh, come to me. Awkward emotional situations where nobody is an adult. Come to me. I went to U of T where you learn to be an asshole and half the people there wear suits. That was not what my college experience was like. Yeah, my college experience, I went to class one day and the professor was like, by the way, you should probably not wear pajamas to class. And I looked around and everyone was wearing a suit or like nice clothes except me. And I was like, oh, should we do Rex? Yeah. The first story is called Hung by Ladycat777, which is an old SGA fic. And it's part of like a series AU that she wrote in which uh, Meredith has always been a girl and works in Area 51. And Shepard is like the new military guy in charge of keeping her lab safe. And he's super in love with her. And she doesn't notice. She just like keeps staring at his dick being like, is that thing fucking huge? I can't tell. I think it might be huge. (laughs) And that's basically the whole story. It's a delight. I highly recommend it. You should read the whole series. Um, and then the other one is a Merlin fic called All Assemblative by White Fox 69 uh, which is kind of like a retelling of Cinderella that is due entirely to Merlin being fail. Uh, and it has a lot of like pining Arthur and oblivious Merlin and an actually really engaging plot that spans two parts and you should read it. It's a delight. Awesome. The end. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. I'll let you go next. I'm, saying, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that because we kind of like hashed out our racks last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, unlike, the, unlike the last episode where we were all just like stealing racks. Yeah, we had to check that business out because I was like, are we going to wreck the same Sherlock things? We can't do that again. Like, we have to, we have to diversify this business. I figured I would leave Sherlock and Teen Wolf to you guys this week. Oh, I didn't even get Teen Wolf because I figured we'd already wrecked it. Just read everything by 20 something. Yeah. Oh, that's good. say. Dude, cause I was like, nope, not doing, no, like, we should just take Kate as red, and, and then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is a gender tag on my dream with guys, if you're looking for it. Um, <laughs> is it your most used tag? It, uh, let's, let's look at the little cloud on my, uh, I'll pull it up. Let's, let's look at it. The biggest ones on here are thick, Dean Cass, SBN, Whip Fember, and Accidental Hat, which is my tag for gender bending. Nice. Nice. Other stars are This is Mare's Fault. <laughs> and I blame everyone. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
that's, that's legitimate. Yeah, totally sounds legit. I, I thought so, too. Um, my recs, speaking of SPN, are multifaceted and unusual for me because usually I'm like, I want to tell you about this thing I'm reading now. But these are actually all three things I've read quite some time ago, but still are super fucking good. The SPN rec I'm doing is Trinity of One's Daughter of Man with Girl Dean, um, which Girl Dean is like such a weakness of mine, which you could probably guess from the fact that I write it a lot. Um, wrote, wrote, that was past tense. Um, I'm never going back to Supernatural. Good. Never. Fool me once. Shame on me. Stay with me and Teen Wolf forever, or until I change fandoms. Or until you're done with it, I know. Um, but basically, it talks about the episode, um, It's a Terrible Life, which, if you've ever watched Supernatural, is one of the greatest episodes of all times. Of all times. And, but it's also, like, with Girl Dean, and I think it really deals well with the idea of, like, how Dean would be different if Dean was a woman. And those are, like, some of my absolute favorite ones. Um, the next one is a Star Trek fic. It was on the kink meme. I stole this one straight out of Emily's bookmarks. Um, it's by Saka. It's called Let Your Loss Be Your Lesson. And it's Chekhov McCoy. And it's the one where I think it was described by Emin Prue as, and he puts his mouth on her vagina. And I like that. Uh, has some of the greatest cunnilingus of, like, all times in there for me. Accurate. And speaking of Prue, since she's not here and I can do this, um, my last rec is her NCIS genderfuck with girl Tony called Uncovered, which is one of my all-time favorite examples of how to bend a girl. I love it. Super, super amazing balls. Yes. In every way, shape, and form. Yes. <laughs> All right. Your turn, Horton. Okay. Um, I have my first one is a hockey RPL story called Five Hockey Players Erica Stahl Never Dated by um, Mardia uh, is the author's name. And it's actually Jen, but um, it is, uh, I think for me, like, it's a really great imagining of, you know, hey, what if Eric Stahl really were the first female captain in the NHL? And, um, you know, all, all the things that would go, would go with that, which would be probably a tremendous amount of shit. But she's still awesome, and uh, everybody else in this pick is awesome, and it's great. I think she should give it a try. Even if you don't like hockey or not that interested into it, I still think it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, the Sherlock Rock that I ended up making, even though there's actually a good quantity of Sherlock gender AUs that I really enjoy, decided to go with The Skeleton Winter by Branwyn. Yes. Um, in which uh, is Joanna Watson, who is sincerely fucked up by the war, like sincerely fucked up as she, you know, as John Watson is in the show. But... Uh, all of the attending issues that she faces being a woman who is a soldier um, and then, you know, being a veteran who's home from the war. And I really, I remember I was, I was reading this, or I can't remember which order this happened in, but it was definitely Em and I were like, I'm reading this amazing Sherlock gender AU, and we're like, is it the skeleton winter? So uh, that's how we do that a lot. That's why we this test for, am I reading something awesome? Does Emily, does MK, like, email me simultaneously about you know, why I'm reading? For the record, while we were just, like, temporarily on a, a short break while recording, I was reading this amazing fic that, uh... I'm reading yeah. it right now. 
yeah, 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 yeah I, read I read it. It was like, yes, this is amazing. Hope she continues. Um, which MK again emailed me about just as I had opened it. Um, so those were both of my serious like examinations of what would happen if this character were a woman. But sometimes, um, really, what I want out of gender AUs are some really hot sex. So. Uh, my last track is A Delicate Fire by Ribbon Eye, which is an uh, X-Men first class fic where Charles is a woman, always a girl, um, and wears some really hot undergarments, and basically garters just always great for me. So that happened. And that's all I got. A+. plus. I have to say, in terms of Rex, I always have one problem that like recurs all the time, and I get made fun of it so hard by you guys, but I'll be like... <laughs> I'm reading this thing, but I'm reading it on my Kindle, so I don't know who it's by or what it's called, but this is what happens. <laughs> and inevitably, it's like, uh, we wrote that, MK. Like, good job. <laughs> like, oh, well, it's really good. So, thank you for writing this. <laughs> so, I'm really glad that, you know, this week I wasn't like, oh, you know what I should wreck? And then be like, just stuff by you guys, just only you. Ever. It was difficult. I, I held back. I checked all the author names. Oh, so such a grown up. Such a grown up. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I feel like our entire relationship can be summed up by the series of tweets we sent last night. Um, <laughs> where MK was like, I was gone for like 20 minutes to watch the Avengers, and then I had like a thousand missed messages, and Hoyden was like, we missed you lots. In a completely not creepy and codependent way, and then immediately messaged back with like, "I miss you, lots." In a totally creepy, codependent way, and I was like, "Yeah, that sums yeah. it up pretty much." To the point where um, I was talking to Marilyn on chat, and she was like, "Say goodnight to the wolf pack for me," and I was like, "Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough." We will all howl at the moon and see you tomorrow. There was a badass full moon rising up over my street last night. Me too. I was like, hello, wolf knight. <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't really used to like wolves. But then Team Wolf. Happened. <laughs> then Tyler Hoechlin's face happened. Oh. Oh. Bad news bears for all of us. I just, he's killing me because he's done filming now, right? And he's back in, like, whatever the northern end of California that he lives in. And just constantly posting stupid photos of himself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know I like this? Why would you do it to me? (laughs) (laughs) Raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by Tyler Hoechlin's face. He's like, you know what I love? Disney World. I'm like, me too. Let's go together. Let's go. In your pants. We should visit... Hogwarts at Universal Studios. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> Which, by the way, it. next year I think road trip. Yes. yes. Uh, my, my sister, sister went. went. It was awesome. Yeah. I was gonna say once Prue is back in the country, we will. Yeah, I, I have a place where we can stay, feeling. so we all have to go. See? Yeah. Alpha providing. <laughs> Super <laughs> providing for us. Yeah. Super all right. I think we should end yeah. this before I was gonna say, I, like, we have to go so that MK can like rub her scent all over both of us so that we can go out in public. Yeah. So that people wow. will, like, will, like know whose pack we belong to. No, no, we have to end this now. You hear all those sirens in the background? That's people who dared to touch you. <laughs> terrible. No, we have to end this now. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully next week I'll be back with Prue, guys. Yeah. And it'll be less like this. 
so much less <laughs> She keeps us in line. Yeah. yeah. See you next week. Bye. 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 No, if I purr like a cat, you can hear it. <laughs> That's really good. You are super amongst pack, and You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really lucky that she's not on this podcast. She made me promise we wouldn't do another Teen Wolf episode. Okay, if, if you think we're getting through today without Teen Wolf or Avengers feels, like, that's not going to happen. Oh, no, like, it's absolutely going to happen. But it's not No spoilers for Avengers, but plenty of feels, like, basically. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not an episode only about Teen Wolf, which is, like, the extent of my promise. She didn't give me more specifics than that. Well, I feel kind of like the babysitter is, like, dead. <laughs> and Mom is super out of town. <laughs> yeah. And the instru- only instructions were, don't eat pizza for every meal. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we also had Pop-Tarts for one meal. Like, clearly, our burden of proof is done, so to speak.